Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome into the Dublin to Denver podcast on the Mile High Report Network. I'm Colm Cronin and delighted to be joined this week by the inimitable Stuart Roach. Stuart, how are you doing? Imitable or inevitable, Colm. I'm not sure at this stage. Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm doing great. I'm getting ready for Christmas. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got a fantastic new Broncos cap that somebody very kindly brought me back from, from the States recently. So I'll be donning that for, for the game against the Rams. But yeah, I'm in great form. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, and, and we enjoyed a rare victory this season. And we've seen some signs of life from the spluttering Denver Broncos offense in recent weeks. We've, we've scored, what have we scored? 52 points. We're averaging 26 points a game. This is tremendous. It's like the 2013 Broncos with Peyton Manning all over again. No, no, it isn't. I haven't been at the Christmas sherry already. Uh, no, but look, hey, look, we, we won, albeit against a team with a third string QB, who's a figure of fun in our house because of his ludicrous, uh, his ludicrous song that he had from Penn State. Uh, but hey, a win's a win at this stage. We'll take everything we can get. Yeah, and I suppose let, let's delve into it a little bit uh, because we, we want to obviously uh, talk about the upcoming uh, Rams game, but just you know, what were your takeaways from the victory over the Cardinals? I think, Colin, what I liked about what the Broncos did um, in the main was that we didn't ask Brett Rippon to do anything that he wasn't capable of doing. I think we kept it very simple. 
Um, we ran the ball extremely well. I think obviously Latavius Murray had 130 yards and, and Mac had some close to 40, I think. So so we, we ran really, really efficiently. Um, I think run blocking is very definitely the strength of this Broncos offensive line, um, albeit, you know, an offensive line that's riddled with injuries. Um, pass blocking is is very definitely not the strength of the, the Denver Broncos line. I think if J.J. Watt had played the Broncos, say, twice yearly throughout his NFL career, he would have easily surpassed Bruce Smith's uh, 200 sack all-time record. Um, and I think he'd be well into the distance given how J.J. Watt just abused our our offensive line at the weekend, uh, but we did we did run the ball extremely well. I was very happy for Murray, and I think Murray's been a good pickup column. And I don't know about you, and maybe we can have a little chat about this either tonight or later on in the in 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 the season. But I think Murray is absolutely a player that I would be looking to bring back. There's no guarantees, unfortunately, that Javante is going to be a hundred percent when the season starts. And I think he's really to me, Murray has done what we kind of hoped that uh, Melvin Gordon was going to do. And um, he runs the ball hard. He's a good pro. Um, it was great to see him get a hundred yard game because he's 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 deserved it. Um, and I think you know also with so many injuries now on on the wide receiving core, you know I think if we look back, we we all kind of thought of, you know when we traded for Wilson, we looked at the weapons. You know you're talking Jerry Judy, you're talking Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, and um, one of those guys was playing at the weekend, Jerry Judy, who in fairness in the last couple of weeks has begun to look like a player that we drafted with such a high pick um, and to the point now where there's, you know, it's a legitimate conversation as to whether or not we pick up his fifth year option. And I'm beginning to sort of lean towards the fact that we probably should. Um, so I think given that, given so many injuries, given the way, you know, even the, the, just how inefficient the offense had been up to now, I think Clint Kubiak has also made a difference. I think the offense has a little bit of freshness about it. Um, and I think I, I particularly loved the uh, the play call for um, Tomlinson's touchdown. I thought that was that was a piece of genius, um, and that actually did look a little bit like something that Peyton Manning in twenty thirteen would have done. Um, so yeah, I think I think it was okay. Now this is all with the caveat con that we were up against a, a really poor Arizona Cardinals team with a third string QB. Um, and uh, you know I think we, you have to sort of temper uh, everything a little bit in that regard but look you know I, I thought we did okay I think Brett Rippon is is the very definition of, of a career backup QB who's ultimately destined to become probably a very good coach or QB's coach but he did well he's a likable kid and um, he bounced back from from a, an unfortunate um, interception I think the, the blood got to him because he pulled off a miracle play not long beforehand where he somehow managed to flip the ball out of a, a yet another sack that the offensive line had given up and um, so I thought we did well um, and I think, you know, yet again, the defense with that caveat that was up against Trace McSorley uh, for most of the game, the defense again showed just how good it is. And just one thing, Colm, I think, which is Damari Mathis really struggled. And I think it was his first start earlier on the season where he got called for a huge amount of pass interferences. Um, I think Damari Mathis has been really good now in the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Pat Sartan is your, your marquee your player back there. He, he's the superstar. Justin Simmons is also really good. But from the cornerback point of view, uh, Pat Sertan, you know, and it's getting to the stage where you need a really good second cornerback in this Broncos defense because you know nobody's really going to challenge Sertan. But I think Mathis deserves a huge amount of credit because he had to learn on the job. He was uh, playing in a system that was completely different to the one that he played in college. And I think he's been a really good find. And I know we've been a little bit, well, I certainly have a little bit down on George Payton 
over the last few weeks. But I think he and the scouting staff deserve a great deal of credit for picking up because he was a very late round draft pick, if memory serves me. So he's been a fantastic and a really surprising addition to this defense, uh, which again showed it's one of the best units in the NFL and again showed why Evero is going to be getting serious head coaching interest in, in, in the not too far future, uh, given where we are at this stage in the season. Yeah, and uh, I think I echo a lot of what you have said there. I, I would temper it as you have done. I, I think this Cardinals, like the Cardinals franchise are just a shambles. I mean, we have spoken at length at times about these struggles the Broncos have, but the Cards are in even worse situation in, in many respects their their gm they have de facto defy the fired their gm um but they have couched it by saying he has health uh, there are health issues but then they had their um head coach and um vance joseph came out last week and they were asked in the press conferences about this and neither of them talked about health and they both just kind of went wish him well in all his future endeavors now if that is somebody who um, was uh, had uh, significant health issues. You would think they would talk uh, about that. Um, so I, I think the cards are certainly, and we have seen it confirmed. Um, you know, all but confirmed by the various sources close to that organization in the last week. They're going to be looking for a new GM. Um, they may well be looking for a, a new head coach. And obviously, hopefully, because you, you always want to see players come back, hopefully Colin Murray comes back um, and plays really well. But yeah, this was this was not a, a good cards team. I think our defense has showed it again. It took, it took advantage, which is what you want your, your defense to do. You you want them to beat up on poor offenses. And uh, that that is what they they did. But we looking forward then, Stuart, to the, the Christmas Day game. Um, Santa Claus uh, gave us the, the present, as we all caught when the schedule was announced, Christmas Day game against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, what are your expectations for the, the game coming up this weekend? I think when the NFL scheduled this game, Colin, we were all very excited. And I think the NFL were excited because they imagined it was Matthew Stafford versus Russell Wilson. It was Cooper Cup versus Cortland Sutton. Um, you know, presume, presumptive uh, leaders of, of their divisions. Well, certainly the Rams would have been, the Broncos would have been very much in the playoff hunt if things had gone the way th things were supposed to have gone. Um, I don't blame the NFL for, for picking this game. I, it looked like a marquee sort of... Um, uh, a matchup on paper. Um, my expectations are with it looks like Russell Wilson is going to play. I'm pretty sure. I think Hackett has said he's going to play, uh, or he's certainly intimated that he's going to play. I think if the Broncos continue to sort of trend slightly upwards, and I'm, I'm being careful with my words here, um, I think the offense has shown some signs of life, as I said, and I think Clint Kubiak has made a difference, and I do think Hackett deserves some praise for that. That was a difficult decision, I'm sure, from a pride point of view, as much as anything else. Um, I think our defense should have far too much for the Rams. The Rams have nothing. They've got um, Cam Akers and they've got Van Jefferson, and that's your lot. Uh, Baker performed heroically against the Raiders a couple of weeks ago because I think he had a massive chip on his shoulder and a point to prove. 
he did really, really well. The Raiders, as we've discovered, find new and interesting ways to lose games. Although they, they didn't this weekend, they found an interesting way to win a game. Um, but the Raiders have found, you know, they, they can't get out of their own way. Um, the Packers, who themselves have had a pretty ordinary season by their standards, comfortably dispatched the Rams. Um, the Rams have no offense, Colin. They just have no offense. So you, you made a good point about what we did to the Cardinals at the weekend where we beat up on a poor offense. This is another opportunity to beat up on a poor offense. Now, I will say in fairness that the Rams' defense is... Um, it's in some ways, Colin, it kind of reminds me of the year after we won the Super Bowl. Um, when we, you know, we we allowed Brock Osweiler to walk, Peyton Manning retired, and yet the the defense still performed heroically for much of the season. It was almost like it was muscle memory. And we did sort of, we, you know, going into the last couple of weeks of the season, we were dropped Trevor Simeon pass away from making it as a wildcard team. I think you see signs of when the Rams are playing, their defense is still good. They still have playmakers on defense. Obviously, a lot will depend on Aaron Donald. Um, I'm not sure what his status is if he plays, given the horrendous nature of, of, of our offensive line, then Russell Wilson is going to have to run for his life. Um, you know, Wagner is still a good player. Ramsey, you know, he's he he's you know, he does bring some drama and he is an interesting watch. So I think there's enough subplots to make this at least an interesting game. I do think the NFL would be saying you know whatever form of uh, prayer or, or 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 sort of wishful thinking that 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 they would sort of be believers in that that Russell Wilson does play because that would be about the only reason to, to sort of to 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 push the game but look it's an NFL game we don't have money left column what do we have three uh three left including this one and then because we're not going to be in the playoffs we have an awfully long time before we get to see Broncos football again so we might as well enjoy it uh, and I do think if if Russell Wilson plays and if 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 we still, you know, if, if Kubiak continues to, to to do interesting things and he will lean on the run, I think we'll have enough to win this game. And, I, and I'd be confident we win it by 10 points. Uh, I, I really, I really do. I think if Wilson is playing, we're, we're going to win it by 10. Yeah, I, I think it's it's an interesting one because of when we talked, you're right about the excitement with the schedule, but also there was a feeling that, you know, both the Cards and the Rams could be, uh, would would be in much better positions than they obviously find themselves in. And yeah, I think for the the, the Rams, yeah, I think that's a good comp in, 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 in many respects to our, you know, what happened to us in the season following the, the Super Bowl. Um, with them, there's probably the question in the offseason about what happens with Sean McVay, given the rumours that were there last year, the rumours around Aaron Donald, um, who, you know, I mean, if, if you're Aaron Donald, what else do you, you have to prove? Like, you have, you, you were the standout player in the league. Realistically, if the league wasn't so quarterback obsessed, you were the standout player in the league for the best part of a decade. Like, um, I mean, one, one stat that always jumped out at me about Aaron Donald is <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Fisher, <laughs> um, in his infinite wisdom as a head coach, didn't start Aaron Donald for the, his first four games uh, in his rookie year. Didn't feel he was ready. Um, and then Donald came in. He won Defensive Rookie of the Year despite not playing in those uh, first four. And uh, he made the, the Pro Bowl back when before it became a, a popularity contest so 
I, I think yeah, the Rams just want to get to the end of the season, uh, you know, and, and probably figure out what exactly is going to happen. I, I, I want to see the Broncos win. I want to see the Broncos put on a show. I just hope that that is, doesn't, you know, become a, a, a reason that, you know, we might not, we not, might not make changes then in, in the off season. That would be the, the one concern uh, that I, I might have because we saw last weekend, Stuart, uh, Kevin O'Connell's um, Vikings coming back and, uh, you know, from get the uh, the record uh, comeback in the in NFL uh, history. Um, and the first time first year head coach has 11 wins so far and you, yeah you can argue about like strength of schedule and all that stuff but we have seen uh you know the, the chiefs lose to the Colts. we have seen the chiefs have the texans put it up to him. teams get surprised um and he got now he has a division title um he has been immensely impressive. Mike McDaniel has been immensely impressive in his first year. And Brian Dable might well lead the Giants. And a roster that, is, you know, I mean, anyone would have said, and the Giants are also dealing with significant injuries and they don't have receivers. Like, who is Daniel Jones throwing the, the ball to? Their most expensive receiver is Kenny Galladay, who they have essentially had to say, uh, just don't bother showing up, Kenny. Um, we're just going to pay you to not show up. So I think there needs to be a, a real examination of it. We saw Sirianni last year as a first-time, first-year head coach lead the Eagles to the playoffs. And Kevin Stefanski did it um, a, a few years ago now with the, the Browns. So it is possible, but I, I think there needs to be a real evaluation at the, the end of the season to see where the Broncos are at and what exactly has gone wrong. And it can't only be put down to injuries, but we also probably need to look at why we have had so many injuries for four consecutive years now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I think, particularly, uh, particularly ACL injuries, Colm. Particularly ACLs. ACL certainly and a number of kind of soft tissue hamstring injuries this year seem to seem to be cropping up as well. So what what exactly is is going on? We, there just needs to be an investigation into that. Um, I, I think Stuart, the the other um, you know the 
we're we're obviously looking at 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 this Rams game and and the then you've got the, the two divisional games um to to come up over uh, the the following weeks um you know for for us i think for both of us um we would we would like to see the broncos win to see our team win but there's also the fact that the the more we win the lower the seahawks pick yes and and you know i'm confident that i'm not going to annoy too many Seahawks fans because I can't imagine that many of them listening to us. I loathe the Seahawks. I always have loathed the Seahawks. Um, and it pains me to see that we might be giving them a top five pick. Um, I would love for us to win enough games to take us out of the running for one of those marquee quarterbacks because I do think Geno Smith is beginning to, you know, I think he, he's hit something of a wall and he's beginning to look a little bit more like Geno Smith that was a bust now he still had a good season and a fair play to him he's you know he, he did better than anybody could have any reason to expect but Geno Smith is not the franchise guy Drew Locke clearly isn't either um so yeah it'd be tremendous if we were able to get away from the you know the CJ Strouds and the Bryce Youngs and there's the other chap from Florida whose name I can't remember I think or um there's one other quarterback that everybody raves about um but the problem is Colm in that regard I'm not so sure that we're going to do it because I, the only game I have is winning left on the schedule is this game against the Rams. I The Chiefs are going to do what they want to do to us in Kansas City uh, because they always do. And I think the Chargers will probably have too much on the line, even though they've been dealing with huge mental injuries as well. Um, I don't I don't see us finishing any better than 5-12. and 12. Um, And 5-12, and 12, regardless of injuries, regardless of how many one-score games there were at the start of the season, 5-12, and 12, if that is enough to bring a head coach back, then I think we've got far bigger problems than than our record this year. Uh, it, it had there has to be we can't we've done it before. We've said it on this program, Colin. We've done this before, Vance Joseph. We did it before with Grumpy Uncle Vic, and it was a disaster on both occasions. And I know that George Payton wasn't the GM in situ at that stage, but you know he's he's aware of our recent history. As you pointed out rightly, Kevin O'Connell has to absolutely be in in very serious conversation for head coach of the year. Um, he's a first-year head coach. You, you listed the other guys who are, are close to getting their teams into the playoffs. Um, so I, I think, you know, you can talk yourself into anything, um, but we, we, we've, we, should, we need to learn from your mistakes. If you repeat them again, then it's just madness. Um, I would be surprised if we were to have Hackett as the head coach again next year. However, I was... You know, I remember myself and yourself having long conversations about, you know, who's going to be the head coach year after Vance Joseph was fired and then he wasn't fired. Um, you know, so we've been here before. I just, I, I know what you're saying and I think it's a legitimate concern given our recent history, but I don't think there's going to be enough wins on the board um, between now and the end of the season. And also, Colin, another important point to remember is that um, there was 18,000 confirmed no-shows at the weekend against the Cardinals. Um, you know, so you went from the um, commentators talking about this was our 400 and something, I think, consecutive sellout at home um, as the camera panned to vast swathes of empty seats. Um, 18,000 no-shows um, for an NFL home game, particularly in a town like Denver. That's huge. That That's, that's massive. Um, and I think, you know, yes they've all, the tickets have already been paid for but it's not as simple as that it's the optics it looks awful we've seen this year in year out 
I can't imagine the new ownership group are going to want to see this again. So I think if Hackett is there next year, then it's just endemic of, a, of an organization that's lost its way. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to give Peyton the benefit of the doubt as well because I think he will pull the trigger um, because he did pull the trigger on Vic and he was only there for a year when it was abundantly clear that he wasn't good enough to be a head coach. And I think it's abundantly clear that Hackett isn't either. So I'm just going to hope that he, he he's going to repeat what he did last year with Vic and we will have a new head coach in Denver. I'm, I'm pretty confident of it. Even if we were to somehow miraculously beat the Chiefs, we shouldn't talk ourselves into it because for most of the season, Colin, the offense in particular has been horrendous um, and it's not good enough. And we were at the game in Wembley. We were blessed to beat the Jags. And I know the Jags are hot and cold. In some weeks, the Jags look amazing. and some weeks, they look awful. But um, we were really terrible for most of that game, um, particularly from an offensive point of view. And we sort of sparked into life in deep ball from KJ Hamler towards the end. And that was enough to get us over the line. Um, I can't really most of the season has kind of just melded into one and it's been offensive it's been offensive offense um it's been red zone inefficiency which has improved since Kubiak sort of called the plays to be fair but this season has been horrible to watch as a Broncos fan from an offensive point of view defense has been brilliant the offense has been horrific um so these are all things that will be taken into consideration, I, I hope. And there, there isn't enough. I don't think there's enough in the tank. Um, there's not enough for, for there to be any reason for Hackett to be a head coach next season in Denver. I will say, Stuart, that the last time there were around about 18,000 no-shows was back in December 2019. So you don't have to go too far back. And that was when Drew Locke started. The Broncos beat a bad Chargers team. Uh, they beat the Texans and then beat a really terrible Lions team and beat a bad Raiders team. Um, and obviously all the optimism uh, that the, it was generated and Vic uh, stayed in the, the job. And anyway, uh, so let's hope history doesn't repeat itself in that re respect. Uh, I think at this point, Stuart, having discussed the games, we should probably just take a, a moment just to acknowledge the really sad news about Ronnie Hillman. A really, really tragic 31-year-old uh, man, a great bron Bronco, great player, but obviously um, an even um, bigger tragedy for his his family um, and just uh, hope that they have all the love and support mm -hmm. that uh, they need at uh, what must be an incredibly uh, difficult time. So before, yeah, I suppose, yeah, go, go ahead, Stuart. Just when you, when, you get, when you look back on that 2015 season, Calm, I mean, again, it was kind of the defense that carried us over the line. But in fairness to Ronnie Hillman, he did, he did provide spark and he was an interesting player. He was, he was kind of an undersized running back. And I remember Elway got some, some stick for drafting this high as he did. But when, when Ronnie was on it, he was electrifying. And you look back on some of the, you know, if you look to look back at the offensive touchdowns of that season, Ronnie Hillman features quite frequently. He was in, he he made an impact, and um, yeah, it's 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 just really sad news. It was kind of breaking over here late last night, and you, you just you, you know a thirty one year old that that's no age at all, you know, and and it's, it's desperately sad. And our thoughts obviously go out to to him, and you know, you could see the likes of. Uh, Orlando Franklin and I think Derek Wolf just how upset they were when they were talking on, on their program yesterday and it's 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 very very sad news and uh, yeah look I mean it'll add an extra poignancy to when when we do look back to, to 2015 and 
um, yeah, it's 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 far too young for anybody to, to to be suffering like that. So our thoughts are with him and his family, as he said. Absolutely, and uh, I suppose Stuart, just before uh, we wrap up, is there uh, anything uh, else that uh, has caught your eye? Is there anything that you uh, might like? Uh, Santa Claus to deliver to uh, the the Broncos. Uh, the, the it can't be unfortunately the the Chiefs have once again secured the uh, AFC West and despite having a losing record, somehow Tom Brady's Buccaneers to the top their division. So uh, truly, there is uh, no luck to be had in in Bronco Broncos country. Uh, but it was fun to at least see him turn the ball over four times and to drop a 17-point lead in the last to uh, the the Bengals. Uh, I, I don't know who you're uh, going to hit your wagon to for the uh, the playoffs, or has, has anyone jumped out at you that you, you, you would like to see them win it? I, I would love, Colin. Um, I've got friends who are Buffalo Bills fans. My youngest son is a Buffalo Bills fan. I blame that on the last couple of years because the eldest fellow has stuck with the Broncos. Um, I would be happy if one of three teams won it this year uh, and all of them would be first-time winners. I'd be delighted if the Bills were to win it. And I do think, and I've long maintained this, I think whoever gets home field advantage in the AFC will win the AFC and then they will win the Super Bowl. Um, I would be happy. I'd be delighted, as I said, for the Bills. I would be equally happy for the Bengals to win it because I'm a huge fan of Joe Burrow. And I, I, the Bengals are just a great watch when you see some of the, the sort of the the... the dross that we serve up from an offensive point of view and then you switch on the Bengals it's it's like watching a different sport um, but from the NFC and I'm not just saying this because you're married to somebody from the area uh, I would be delighted to see the Vikings win their first Super Bowl um, because they're a tremendous franchise and they were also a team that I, I, I was I was interested in when I first started watching the NFL uh, and the Vikings have uh, I think they've they've lost four um, same as the Bills um, so I would be very happy if it wasn't going to be the Bills or the Bengals. I would be delighted if the Vikings finally, finally were able to bring it home because I think a franchise that's got as it's as storied as they are deserve a Super Bowl. Um, and I imagine there'd be tremendous joy and happiness in the uh, the 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 rear flam Cronin household. And uh, Sheriff would be walked within an inch of his life to be so much joy of an evening. And we'd probably, if the Vikings were out there, I imagine there'd be a pretty interesting Super Bowl party that I'd be invited to. So that would be yet another reason. And if the Bills got there, then I know for a fact there'd be a Super Bowl party. So I'm 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 hoping Bills or the Vikings to finally to finally bring one home for their cities because both would be very deserving. Anybody but the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I would echo uh, your, your sentiments. It would be great to see a, a first-time winner and it would be in any of those. And it would it would kind of be nice, I suppose, in some ways to see Burrow break the Marino curse uh, with, you know, of uh, a young QB kind of going and, and, and losing early on um, and, and not have it kind of hang over him. Like, obviously, ne- never happened for Marino. Hung over Elway for far too long and only at the end. Um, and just led to ridiculous, ridiculous kind of question, people questioning them just because they, they never uh, won a, a ring and fortunately Elway got it at the end. But um, yeah, it, it will be interesting to to watch from afar. Sad that we're not going to be there, but 
say, say la vie. Stuart, I want to thank you for, for joining me uh, this evening. And uh, you can check out Stuart on Twitter at PurpleHeartTC. I am there at Cullum from Cork. We hope you have a fantastic Christmas for all of those who celebrate. If you don't celebrate, we hope you still have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the, the game and the festivities. And we will be back next week to discuss what happened in the Rams game and look ahead to our uh, divisional matchup. So Stuart, thanks for joining me and go Broncos. Happy Christmas and go Broncos.